Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of WISE. I'm really excited for this episode today all about boundaries because I took a lot of time researching and outlining and really trying to come up with actionable tools that you can use to set boundaries in your life, which I know for sensitive people can be something that is difficult and something that we might hesitate to do. And before we get into that, I wanted to remind you guys that my free five-day live nutrition and cooking training prep school is open for enrollment. So we already have dozens of women signed up for this free course. We're going to be going over all of the parts that are needed to have a good relationship with food, a solid grasp on your nutrition, and ultimately a good way of feeling in your body, especially right now in quarantine and in lockdown. And I know so many of you might be struggling right now with the way that you're eating and your nutrition and all of that. And I really wanted to provide a space where we could learn holistically about what it takes to feel good forever. And honestly, it's those three components. It's food mindset, so your attitude and the way that you think about food. It's the actual practical nutrition science. And lastly, it is going to be the cooking because the cooking is going to be the implementation of how this is actively going to show up in your life. And I want you to realize that, that sometimes we embark on something. And I'm just sighing right then because this is a struggle that I hear from a lot of people that they might have a nutrition protocol or something, especially if they are tracking. And then they're like, oh my God, but what do I do? And what is this going to look like? And am I actually going to enjoy this? Which means if you don't enjoy it, it means that it's probably not going to last and it's probably not going to be sustainable. So in prep school, we're going to be going over those three things, including how to track with my particular approach, which I call intuitive macros, which sort of gives tracking a little bit of breathing room, but we're not doing full on intuitive eating yet. So it's pretty much the starting place to get to that place that you want to be. And then we're also going to be obviously learning about cooking. Now let's get into this boundary stuff. Also, you can sign up in my Instagram bio, or you can go to the show notes and the link is right then. We start on May 18th and I'm so excited to start. Sorry, I'm getting text messages that are coming in and I'm not going to pause this. We're just going to continue going. So let's get started on these boundaries. And this is something that took me a really long time to learn in my life. And honestly, it's really only been in the last few years, 
probably the last maybe two years that I've committed to keeping boundaries in my life. And now I set boundaries with pretty much everybody because I've learned as I need to, because I have learned that it is actually a good thing to set boundaries in your life. The first boundary that I ever set was with my mom. And if you guys listen to episode two of this podcast, which was such a long time ago, almost three years ago, on episode two, my mom and I talk about our relationship and how we had a lot of difficulty growing up and how I sort of had, you know, her and I had a really complicated relationship that was centered around food and body. And we worked through it. And now we're doing great. But back when I was in my phase of losing and gaining a ton of weight, I set a boundary with my mom and I was like, you can never comment on my body again. And that was like, I don't know, maybe when I was 18. And to this day, she's never commented on my body. And that was a boundary that I need to set. I didn't even know that I was a set, that I was setting a boundary back then. But that is like my first tangible thing that I set that really translated into this thing that made me feel a lot better. And again, I think that boundaries have a bad rap. We are not used to setting them. We think it's easier to not set them because they require a difficult conversation. And in actuality, I think that boundaries are kind and mature, honest and thoughtful. They actually show self-respect and they give way to a healthy relationship. They sort of put everything on the table like, hey, this is how I feel. There's no room for dishonesty. And the thing is, the way that I think of these things is like, okay, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and this could be a friendship, this could be a work relationship, obviously those are a little trickier because you maybe you can't be like 100% with like <laughs> your boss if like you're in a corporate job or something. Like, hey, don't talk to me. Uh, that's not going to work in a corporate environment. But um, in a romantic relationship, all of these things uh, create sort of if we don't set boundaries, then they create sort of a murkiness in the water of the relationship. And I'd rather keep that clear. And the way that I think of it is that either way, it's going to be uncomfortable. So boundaries require that we choose the discomfort at the beginning, that we front load the discomfort, that we say to ourselves, okay, I'm going to have this difficult conversation right now, so I don't have to deal with the discomfort later. If we don't set a boundary, then we have to deal with some sort of discomfort later. So I just think like, okay, I don't want to, I'd rather deal with this discomfort now and have this difficult conversation with somebody. I mean, obviously, sometimes it's not going to be difficult, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's as easy as saying, I need to go to bed and that's it. Or I need to leave this party early and that's fine. Sometimes it gets a little bit more complicated and it can get uncomfortable, especially if this is somebody who has not had a boundary set with them before, who is not used to it, somebody who perhaps might feel rejected by you. But I honestly think that they're so kind and mature and when somebody sets it with me even though like sometimes it might sting a little bit I'm like thank you so much for having the courage to have that honest conversation with me because it protects the health of the relationship and keeps those waters clear a couple things that I want us to think about before I get into like the actual stuff here so 
first I want you guys to think about how am I responsible for the boundaries or lack of boundaries that I've set in place and the current state of how I'm feeling in my relationships. I know that for me, I had an identity of a people pleaser and that person who was like, I'm going to be there for you all the time. And that was how I gained value and worth in relationships. Like, it doesn't matter. I'll do anything for you. I don't care if it like, if you cross my boundaries, like it's okay, especially in loving and like romantic relationships before, oh my God, zero boundaries, whatever you wanted, whatever you needed, here you go. And that's been a learning experience for me. So how much of your identity have you set on the fact that you don't have any boundaries and you are that helpful person? Like these are not easy questions and it's hard to be honest with yourself with them. Um, so I want you to really think about it. And again, you don't have to do anything right now. I just want you to start these things. Maybe you can journal about them, but just start getting them into your awareness. The next thing is like, if you look at the state of your relationships right now, and there are people taking advantage or just overstepping you, how have I called this in? How have I contributed to this being in my life? And again, this is not an easy question and I'm not like placing blame or anything. These are just things that I sort of want you to have orbiting in your awareness and in your head if you are having trouble setting these boundaries. The next question is, what have I allowed? Have I allowed myself to have my boundaries overstepped? I know that for me, 100% I did. I was 100% responsible for people overstepping me and as a result, me feeling not awesome because of it. And what I've learned is that we teach people how to treat us. And I think that for many of us, and especially, you know, I come from a Latin family and I know it's the same sometimes like in Italian families or Greek families or Asian families that they're very, very close knit and the family is sort of like enmeshed and there's no boundaries sometimes. And it's been a learning experience for me to be honest and say, hey, this is what I need, even in my family, which can be very hard. And again, I'm going to go back to we teach people how to treat us. So people are only going to take and sort of stretch you to the degree that they've been used to and the degree to which you allow. So again, that's just something to keep in mind of like taking a current state of your relationships and seeing how things have been, uh, how you feel in those relationships. And the first step is awareness. The first step is seeing how things are. And then it's taking the actual action steps to move forward through that. So when we think of boundaries, we need to think of what they actually are. And these are really just limits. So I want you to think of what are the types of boundaries that I need in my life. There are boundaries with yourself and then there's boundaries with other people. And I do think that especially for sensitive people, we need to set boundaries with ourselves as well. So those are sort of the two categories. But even within those two, I think that there are physical boundaries. So actually, how far can I push my body? Mental boundaries, how much space can I take in at any time or space of things I'm learning, things that can go in my brain. These are sort of like energetic boundaries too of like how much I can handle on in my mental capacity per day. Social boundaries, these are boundaries with other people. 
emotional boundaries, sort of making sure that your emotions are as uh, clean. I don't even want to say clean because like that's a weird word to use, but keeping sure that making sure that you have some sort of emotional release, emotional health in place, whether that is going to therapy, whether that's journaling, whether that's finding a way to process your emotions. And I do think even for sensitive people, it's good to have emotional boundaries with yourself. And because we can go deep down into the rabbit hole of negativity and all of these things into anxiety spirals. And it's important to let yourself feel certain things. And then I think at some point we have to say, all right, I'm going to lock this up right now. And I'm going to, again, not in like a spiritual bypassing way, but like allowing yourself to feel something, but then getting back into the energy of action because the energy of action is going to be the thing that drives you forward. So I want you to feel what you feel, but I also want you to put a boundary on it too. The last thing are, you know, the spiritual boundaries. What am I connected to? What does that mean for me? How does it help me to have faith in my life? To really look towards the thing that I feel connected to out there. I know that for me, that is really important because if I don't think that way, then I begin to suffer. And that is enough for me. So, or enough like convincing for me that if I don't believe in the universe and I don't believe that things are working in my favor, then I suffer. And I have a choice in how I think. So, I might as well, we might as well think positively we might as well think that the bad things that happen are just grooming us to feel or to be a better person so these are just things these are like the five areas that I want you to think about physical mental social emotional and spiritual now how do we know that our boundaries are being overstepped typically we are going to feel three things these are going to be discomfort So am I feeling uncomfortable right now? Like sometimes for us, that can be really palpable. Am I feeling resentment? Like we know what resentment feels like. And we know that once we start feeling resentment, typically it's going to grow the more it goes, um, the more it doesn't get addressed, that resentment is going to grow. And then at the same time, regression. So am I going back in my progress? Am I feeling like I am regressing right now? That could be a sign that a boundary needs to be put in place. And specifically for food sometimes, like I know that when we struggle with food, whether that is overeating or just having a behavior with food that doesn't align with the way that we want to feel. Immediately when we get stressed out, that issue is going to be exacerbated and we might feel like we have regressed, especially as we are in quarantine and in lockdown right now because things are stressful. So have I regressed at all? Again, it's not, none of these things are bad. It's just something to notice. Then I want you to go ahead and rate these things. Like what is the level of discomfort or resentment or regression that I feel on a scale of one to 10? What are these things and how is it affecting my life right now? And maybe again, you can keep these in a journal. You can keep them in your head, like a tally. I'm not even saying like a tally, but just something that allows you to check in with like, okay, maybe if this is like, if I'm feeling like a one on a discomfort scale, like, okay, but if it goes to like a seven or like a four, even maybe it's time for me to say something. And I want you to know 
and either say something or put a boundary in place with myself. And I want you to know that this takes courage and honesty. It's way easier to not set a boundary with people. It's way easier to not set a boundary with yourself. But this takes a lot of courage, a lot of honesty. And I actually think that if we don't set a boundary with other people, again, there's like this misconception, and this is something that I've been through a lot, that if we are somebody that is honest and really says what we feel in relationships, like we can be um, sort of, you know, miscategorized as like a bitch or that we're high maintenance or that we just are hard and that we don't have a heart. And to me, again, I think that this is a really kind thing to do because people know where they stand with you. And I actually think that not setting a boundary can be deceptive and selfish. And again, I'm not saying like if you have felt like you just haven't known how to do this or you feel confused about how to do it or you just feel scared to like that's totally okay I think the fact that like you have the awareness in your mind that these are things that you want to do I think that that is the first step but if we just go along in life and like I'm just specifically thinking of people that I have known that are not honest with people and sort of are uh, would rather just talk behind people's backs and gossip and uh, say things to other people than to say them to their face, that's going to cause resentment. And I just don't want that. So I actually think that not setting them can be selfish and a little deceptive. Because let's say somebody doesn't want to go to your birthday party or something, and then they go and they're just miserable, like they don't even want to be there. And I think that's a little deceptive. Like me personally, like I'd... I wouldn't want somebody in my life to do something that they really don't want to do or that they feel uncomfortable doing or that they're going through something that isn't allowing them to show up in that way at the moment. So again, this might feel uncomfortable for you to hear. And again, I don't mean anything by it except to look at the reality of your relationships and look at the reality of how we are navigating them so that they can get to the place where you can live with honesty and you can have the courage to front load these conversations that you have with people in your life so that the discomfort can be felt first and then you can feel better later. So when it comes to other people, and again, I'm going to talk about boundaries with other people and then I'm going to talk about boundaries with ourselves. So sometimes it's just helpful to straight up tell people and and ask them if you have permission and if you have the space, if this person has the space in this moment to hear you. Um, and you can say like just an example, you can tell them, can I kindly say what I need? And sometimes it's good to preface it like I'm saying these things because I love you and I care about you. And because of that, I feel like I need to talk to you about this. And you can even ask somebody, hey, do I have permission right now to talk to you about something uh, that is meaningful to me and something that I really think could help our relationship? And I'm doing this from a place of kindness and because I care for you and because I love you and because of that, I need to set this boundary. I think it's important to be direct. I think that people appreciate directness instead of beating around the bush. Um, I also think that it's important to consider somebody's cultural background and their history. Like 
if they've never had a boundary set with them before, if they're somebody who's like a narcissist and they are, you know, really hesitant to uh, have these boundaries set with them because uh, they're going to feel rejected or something, even their age. Like, I don't think that like, I mean, my grandmother's awesome, but like, I don't know that like that generation does well with like having a boundary set, you know? So it's just something to keep in mind. Also, like cultural background, like I said, like Latin people, you know, Greek people. I'm not, again, I'm not putting people in a box necessarily. This is just like what I've seen in terms of like the closeness of the families and like the enmeshment that happens and like how in of all up in each other's space we are. Like that is the quintessential Latin family, Italian um, you know, it's very different. So like, there's not a lot of boundaries there. And people are like, excuse me, like you're setting a boundary. That's why like, sometimes in my family, it was just weird. So again, it's like, okay, maybe that person isn't open to hearing it. And am I going to be willing to have this difficult conversation? Again, there's no clear answer here. There's just like considerations that you can take about the level of honesty that you can have with people. And I think that nowadays it's much easier. Like I feel like nowadays in our culture, it's much easier to set these boundaries. Like millennials and all and all of us are like, you know, respect me and respect my space and all of this. Um, and I think that, again, with research around shame and vulnerability, like we're all being encouraged to be more open with people and to be upfront with people in our relationships. And I think that, again, just having the conversation of like, you know, that those three parts, like prefacing it, is there space right now for me to have an important conversation with you? Okay, yes. Okay, I'm, I want to have a conversation with you right now. And I'm having this conversation because I care about you and I love you. And I just wanted to bring this up that blah, 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 blah. And, you know, sometimes that's the way that we start. And just by opening up that conversation, usually that person lets their guard down and is open and is really appreciative and respectful for doing so, even if it feels uncomfortable for you. I know that for me, in every instance that I've done this, it's always ended up better in the relationship. And honestly, all we can do is be honest set the boundary that we need to, and then let the chips fall. And that person's reaction has nothing to do with you. So all we can do is set them for ourselves. Let that person know that you are doing this for the sake of the relationship and that you care about them. But then you have to let go and you have to know that like you did what you did for you. And honestly, if that person has a huge issue with you setting the boundary then it's like, okay, now I know the state of this relationship. Now I know how this person feels about me. And that can kind of give you a clear picture into the relationship. Like either way, it's fine. Like Glennon Doyle has that quote that's like, I, I don't remember it perfectly, but it's basically like you either like me or you don't. Either way, lovely. Either way, cool. We can't change people. We can't force people to like us or make people understand something about us. All we can do is share our truth and hope that they resonate or not. Either way, cool. You know, but at least we know that we are in integrity. And to me, boundaries are really about standing in your integrity, being honest and keeping those relationship waters clean. Now, this can get tricky when you have somebody that you love and 
perhaps you might need to surpass one of your boundaries with. So like, let's say that you need to lose sleep because you are, you need to visit a friend in the hospital that had a baby. I'm like super random right now. I don't think we can even do that right now with coronavirus, (laughs) but you know, you need to like wake up early to take your dad to the airport or show up for the people who matter. Your best friend's birthday party, it starts at 11.30 p.m. Like maybe you'll go and maybe you'll sacrifice your sleep. And sometimes the relationships are going to matter more than your self-care because how often do these people in our lives have these things that they want us to show up for? And again, there's no clear answer here. It's like such a personal thing. And let's say like, you have a presentation the next day or something and you um, really need to sleep for it, then maybe that's a different case. But if it's like a Saturday that you typically don't go out late, but then your friend is having something or a family member is having something, something, something that you really love, then maybe it's okay to stretch it a little bit to show that person how much you mean to them because you know it means something to them. Or let's say like you have a relationship with a romantic partner and you know you always spend christmas with your family and they ask you to go spend christmas with their family this time like maybe that's a boundary that you need to set with your family to say like hey i still love you guys but i'm gonna go and i really want to spend christmas with you and the holidays with you but i'm gonna actually go and spend it with you know, the person that I'm in a relationship with and their family. And like, that's okay. So know that like, sometimes I think it's okay to stretch yourself a little bit and rarely let go of that self-care. But I do think that the people in our lives appreciate when we do that for them. So with myself going to ourselves and what we need, I think that for us sensitive people, restriction can sometimes create freedom. Knowing that there's a finite amount of something. Moderation for me does not exactly work. I am a very intense person. I do best with boundaries. To me, restriction, I'm not talking even like calorie restriction. I'm talking about like parameters and structure and things like that and discipline. All of those things are going to create a lot of freedom for me and potentially for you too. So some examples of things that we could set boundaries around like screen time, I know that for me, this is a big one. If I just let myself scroll as much as I want to, like I'm literally going to be scrolling all day. So maybe you set a reminder on your phone. Sometimes that reminder comes up and you're like, F you, I'm still going to scroll, but at least you're aware. I think doing a time audit is really uh, beneficial. And I think even sometimes with food, doing a food log and seeing what am I actually eating and how is this affecting my mental, spiritual, physical health, my emotional health even. So like I think even putting boundaries around it, like I said, like your screens and your phone and the types of foods that you eat. Like if you know that you feel spaced out and gross whenever you have a certain thing, maybe it's maybe you should put a boundary around it that like you're only going to have it in special occasions because It's just not going to serve you to have it all the time. That can create strength and that can create, and again, I'm not doing this from a diet perspective. I'm doing it from a feeling perspective. How can I feel better? How can I create the best experience for me, for my life by putting boundaries on these things? And again, some people don't need this. Some people can just like go through the world and they're fine. But I know that for some of us, we need these things.
And food can, again, be a really, really important one. The next one is TV. Like, I would sit around all day watching TV shows if I could. But, you know, for me, TV is reserved for like after I work. And I sort of have to feel like I earn the TV. Sometimes I'll watch like a show during my lunchtime or like have it in the background. Uh, like one show maybe, but like that's a boundary that I need to set that like I don't watch TV during the day. Uh, I have to watch it at nighttime. Um, Another boundary is like relax time. Like can I set boundaries around that relax time so that I'm actually relaxing, like doing something that I want to do? Another boundary is like doing that self-care checklist, like Danica Breisha calls it, or the way that I call it, like do the stuff. Setting boundaries with myself to meditate, to journal, to read, to work out and move my body because I need to. Even boundaries around sleep and sleep hygiene. So What are the boundaries that I need to set for myself so that I can have the best life that I can and I can feel good? And again, for us that are sensitive, that are empathic, that feel a lot, these can be extremely beneficial and they can be the key to having that better life and having the strength and the discipline to do this because sometimes we need to override the way that we naturally feel. And I think I'm actually going to do a whole podcast just about like intuition eventually. I know that last week's was a little bit about that, but I think that sometimes we need to actually override our intuition because intuition could be like, oh, it's okay. Don't work out today. Or, oh, it's okay. Just have like all of this sugar. And like, sometimes that's not the best thing for us. And having parameters and structure around things can be extremely beneficial and again, create that freedom because what it actually does is create emotional bandwidth and frees up space instead of you deliberating back and forth. So that is what I have for you today when it comes to boundaries. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Please let me know if you have any extra questions or if you wanted to cover me to cover anything else when it comes to this. I can do a Q&A episode and include that, those questions in there. But in the meantime, please be sure to sign up for prep school. We start on May 18th, which is a week from the time that this comes out. But I can't wait to see you in there. And thank you so, so much for tuning in to another episode. I love you guys. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.